listeners. What? Did you think it was going to be those stupid single rights hosts? <laughs> no. You're stuck with me. Do you want to play a game? What's your favorite franchise? Hmm? Wait, don't you hang up on me! Don't you dare hang up on me! Welcome to a brand new episode of Sequel Rights, the podcast where we take a look at the franchises that make you go, they made how many of those? And we give each and every sequel a fair trial. My name is Justin Camps and I'm here with Tyler Hymanson and Darren Spector. Oh, <laughs> we've got a We've got a new uh, special co-host this week. It's a sequel it to out. a requel. And so they're all <laughs> rules are off. <laughs> I meant to uh, in even the, the legacy characters. That's right. The <laughs> legacy. That's right. They can just be killed off. But don't worry. Elis is alive. OK, this is just a bit. She's just in Texas. She's on location <laughs> in Texas enjoying South by getting to see all the cool movies and sequels before we even know they exist. I believe she's seen John Wick chapter four tonight. Oh, wow. Nice. Lucky. Um but we do have Pick thoughts. Up, uh, she she was uh, kind enough to give us a, a few notes on what she thinks of Scream 6, which is what we're talking about tonight. Um, and uh, filling in for her tonight is a special guest co-host, friend of the show, friend of the pod, uh, and friend in real life, obviously. Um, Darren Spector. Happy to be here. First time, long time. Yeah, yeah. I know. I was thanks like, for, thanks so much for being on. Yeah, uh, I, it's funny. I feel like your name uh, randomly comes up a bunch, like in the podcast. Dude, I I got to be honest. I do have a bone to pick with all you guys. <laughs> uh oh. You've it's come to my attention that you've been lambasting my taste in music <laughs> during this series of movies reviews, and we're gonna dive into that. Oh, no. oh please do, please do. <laughs> <laughs> it, this is this is the fair trial part of the uh, the, right. the show, and mm-hmm. uh, it is now to the defense's turn. Mm-hmm. 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 Yes, I, this is this is what I was made for. Let's do it. <laughs> uh, I love yeah, it. Yeah, no, it's gonna be fun. This is gonna be fun. Yeah. It's going to be great. Um, well, before we get into it, uh, not Eliz, where can people reach out to us? Um, you can reach out to us at sequelrights at gmail.com uh, if you want to send us, um, you know, anything that uh, you want us. Th- this is now the end of the franchise uh, that we're talking about right now. So we're open for suggestions for what to do next. We don't know quite yet, but you can stay tuned on our socials. Uh, wherever you can find them to hear what we're going to be doing next. Uh, and Tyler. And rate and review us wherever you're listening. Five shows goes a long way. We'd actually love to see your cold open of uh, leaving us a review in the style of Ghostface. Uh, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> that that could be the cold open, the start of, of Scream 7. Who knows? <laughs> uh, I kept wanting to do like a Ghostface uh, impersonation of the opening. And maybe yes. I will. Maybe maybe I'll record one and surprise you guys. But there's uh, still time. But that. But uh, I was practicing. Does anybody the voice. know Roger Jackson? Can we get him? Oh to my do it? god! I wish. <laughs> well, uh, if this movie is so to be good. believed, it's super easy. You can get a voice changer in no time oh, yeah. at all. <laughs> oh yeah, of course, of course. What what was that thing from the nineties? The Talk Boy. Did yeah, that that's right. Do it? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Thirty seconds flat, according to this yeah. movie. <laughs> Isn't the talk boy? Didn't that just like play back what you said though? Like a different. It made no. things sound deeper, <laughs> like your parents. <laughs> that's right. We dis- just we discussed. I know this. that's this right. It was, it was in Home Alone or something. Right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. One of the Home Alones. Um. Anyways, anyways. Uh. Two. You know what? Before we get into <laughs> this new one, like we you know always like to do with our co-hosts, uh, we want to uh, ask Darren, wh- what is your relationship with the Scream movies? Oh yeah, uh yeah. For a long time, for you know the early part of my life, I didn't do scary movies. I didn't do scary things. <laughs> I didn't like roller coasters. I still don't love animals and dogs, but you all know that. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, scary movies, horror movies were not my thing. Until Scream. Oh. And that that changed it all. I don't know. I can't pinpoint exactly 
why I saw it or when. All I know is we would go to the movies Friday nights at the mall uh, all the time in middle school and high school. Um, and I think we just kind of saw whatever was out. And I just, you know, went along with the crew because they were my friends. And I was like, I got, if they want to do it, I got to do it. Right. They're my yep. friends. <laughs> and man, it really was just a game changer. Um, it for to me, it wasn't like I always had this uh, image of scary movies in my mind. And this was not that it was just like a different kind of vibe. Mm -hmm. As you all know, it was mm -hmm. funny. Mm -hmm. It was self-aware. It was just like was so different from anything I had in my mind. And it opened up a whole world to me. Um, and it's probably my favorite, you know, scary movie, horror movie, you know, ever. It's probably the one. So oh, I'm nice. very excited to talk about the whole series. Yeah, I am. I got I was so excited that this is the first screen movie that I've seen in theaters. Oh, wow. This is the very first. And there were teens in the theater. And I was so happy about, about that. <laughs> you were like, yes. yes. I think I've seen all of them in the, well, I guess not number five, but I saw one through four in the theater. Uh, one thing I did want to mention, I don't know if we should get into it now, but I wanted to mention that I actually went to the premiere, the Hollywood premiere of Scream 4 in 2011. What? Yes. That's awesome. Wait, how yes, did you get I into have, that? I have a story. I don't know if it's time for it, but I'm I happy to tell it. I think it's time because, you know, we were talking, we were, we were looking for guests for the podcast and we were talking with Darren and he was like super excited about Pops possibly being on Scream 4. And, but, you know, we had already booked our guest for that episode. Um, but he said he had a great story. And so I was going to bring this up anyway. So I think you should just <laughs> tell it. I want, I want to hear All it. Right. I'm excited. Basically, so my friend, my, one of my oldest friends in the world, her name's Sam. Shout out, Sam. Um, <laughs> she also loves screen movies, probably more than me, definitely more than me. Um, and she, you know, works in the industry. She got tickets to the premiere of Scream 4 and was like, let's go. And I said, like a real Hollywood premiere, like red carpet and everything. She said, yes. <laughs> uh, and we went and I remember we were running late. We, we got stuck in traffic. It was at the Chinese theater up in Hollywood. And we got to the theater. We had seats and everything, you know, right in the middle of it all. And we got there kind of late. So we didn't get to like, we like literally ran through the red carpet, like mm -hmm. literally. We didn't like stop and look around and like, you know, we didn't take pictures if we even we were allowed to. But I don't know. We like ran through. I remember seeing out of the corner of my eye, I saw David Arquette taking pictures. And I was like, okay, this is real. <laughs> um, and we walked right in. We sat down. Um, very overwhelming. This was well before the makeover. It wasn't the IMAX yet. It was like, you know, the regular theater. Mm -hmm. And I'm like... 70% sure I sat next to David Cook from American Idol. What? I don't remember remember him. He yeah. was like, he was he was good, I guess. Uh, <laughs> not my taste, but we'll get into that later. Um, I'm pretty sure it was him. And I was just like, are you David Cook? And I was, was going to look at me. Whatever. Not the point of the story. <laughs> Watched the movie. It was great. We left. And Sam was like, I think there's the after party down the street at the Redberry. We should, we don't have tickets to the after party, but we should like go and hang out and maybe something will happen. And we're waiting across the street by the Capitol building, right across the street, just kind of like, you know, hanging <laughs> out, looking around. She's seeing if she knows anybody because I'm not going to know anybody, but she might know people who are going in or coming out or whatever. Mm -hmm. And she's like, I know those two guys, they're agents or whatever they were, managers. And we're, we're like, we're just watching them. We're like, if they don't go in, we want to like, hound them and we're gonna like try to like get their tickets and wouldn't you know it they're standing in line and they just turn around kind of like give a shrug like yeah we're not gonna go in and they turn around and walk right towards us across the street and sam kind of like shifted to kind of get in their eye line and they were like oh my god sam it's you blah, blah, blah. what are you doing here blah, blah. are you going to the after party no we don't have tickets oh here take ours we're not gonna go boom we're in <laughs> oh my god we're in this amazing. after party it was amazing we had the ticket we were meant to be there and we just kind of walked in. We you know we looked good. We were in, I was wearing a suit. I was looking good. Like we weren't sticking, you know, sticking out, but we had no idea what to do with ourselves. Like, what do we do now? We're in. Do we talk to people? Do we just kind of hang in the corner? Do we eat food? Do we drink? What do we do? We got drinks and we're just kind of walking around and everybody from the movie is there. Oh my God. I walked up a set of stairs. Courtney Cox is standing right at the top of the stairs and she definitely looked at me. And then, you know, went on to talk to somebody else. But I like, I met eyes with Courtney Cox. It's cool. <laughs> and then we walked around and found ourselves outside. I'm not sure if you've ever been to the Redberry. I'm not sure if it's even still there anymore. I think it is. And there's this big outside patio with couches and a little stage and a bar. It's like, a, it's a cool spot. Great view. And I kind of, I found myself sitting on like the top of a, the top of a back of a couch. You know, like I wasn't sitting on the couch. I was sitting like kind of leaning up against the back of it. Mm-hmm. 
And I kind of like was shifting around to try to get comfortable. And I got to be honest, my butt may have touched Nev Campbell's shoulder by accident. Like <laughs> it was one of those things where like I went too far and I was like, oh, I'm sorry about that. Oh, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> like it was definitely Nev Campbell eating a salad or something. And I was oh very God. embarrassed. And I obviously immediately got up and went to the opposite side of the room and like didn't show my face Just the rest of the night. Yeah. Um, but it was it was it was the first time I had ever had like a Hollywood moment because I was only two years into living here and mm. I was just like, this is this is a Hollywood premiere and I am here. It was awesome. Uh, my friend Sam, uh, I forced her to speak to Wes Craven because he walked right by us. Mm. And I was like, Sam, you got to say something. He's he's your guy. You got to say something. And I kind of like I kind of like nudged her into not into him, <laughs> but like into his pathway oh, wow. so that he would have to stop for her. <clears throat> and I'm so glad that she had the courage to, you know, say what she wanted to say to him, what he means to her and all this. I watched her do it. And Wes was super nice. Obviously, he was like, you know, being very polite and gracious. And he was just kind of nodding and smiling and then just said thank you and walked away. And man, I'm just I'm so happy for her. And like, you know, shout out, Sam, again. Um, That's amazing. Yeah, it was it was such a great night. It was so cool. Oh, my God. That's incredible. Lucky. And to talk to Wes Craven, like, you know, right at that minute. Yeah, it was incredible. All right. Well, that was an amazing story. And I'm that's so... our scream Four corner. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> now, I'm so glad that we had you on the podcast. Uh, and uh, I think it's about time we've delayed long enough. Let's yes. get into uh, the brand new scream six. I had this secret. There's a darkness inside of me. It followed me here. And it's going to keep coming for us. We share a certain history. This isn't like any other ghost face. What is this place? A shrine. We've got to lure him in. We execute him. Hello? Let's play a game. You know you're like the 10th guy to try this, right? It never works out for the dipshit in the mask. Maybe. But there's never been one like me, Gail. I'm something... different. That's why I'm gonna shoot you in the head. Oh man, the, the trailers for this movie have been so good. I, it's like, just listening back to that, it gets me all hyped up. I'm like, I want to go see it again right away. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Um, so uh, Scream 6 is out in theaters this weekend doing gangbusters. I think it like had the biggest uh, debut weekend of the franchise so far. I think it's fair to say wow. we get into seven. We get into seven. Yeah, that's the that's the thing that makes me most excited. I was like, please, yes. more of these. <laughs> um and, uh, you know, the whole time they've been like advertising that this is the, uh, the like goriest, uh, most, um, brutal ghost face that we've had. And, uh, so what do you guys think? Did it live up to live up to the hype? I, 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 I wasn't disappointed, but I also don't think that it was like particularly the goriest perhaps. Mm, interesting. Yeah. I don't know if it was the gore. There were a couple of deaths that i was like ooh. there was some i did appreciate when that when she fell off the ladder that her head did go right into the side of that dumpster like that was pretty brutal um i i I do think that the yes actually i i am lying uh there is a a a far cry between drew barrymore's intestines uh, and the boyfriend's intestines in that opening and uh people being chopped up inside of a fridge like i think that the, (laughs) the 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 fridge and uh the the bathroom murder of the the uh the boyfriend uh were were probably the most violent scenes uh, or at least the most you've seen in any um, scream film to yeah. date. Like, uh, you know, the, the further we get into the series, the more gruesome it is. Uh, like they're really spending a lot of time watching the knife go into people in like they are horrifying ways. 
<laughs> so so speaking of that, what do we how do we how do we like this cold open? That's right. We got to start it. with the cold. I open. hated it so much. You hated it? <laughs> I was like, this is so weak oh. compared to the other ones. Compared to the other ones, I thought it was weak. Okay, I enjoyed I so things I enjoyed. I enjoyed the casting. Uh, I, I thought it was fun to see Samara weaving there, yes, uh, especially from the ready or not uh, nonsense. And she got to use her real accent, which mm-hmm. uh, I don't think I've seen her in a movie get to do. Um, I loved the conceit of everything of getting her outside of, you know, it, it starts in a in a busy um restaurant and i was very excited to see where that went and i will agree that i was disappointed of how it actually ended up playing out <laughs> oh really i mean i i thought it was awesome um yeah. i ha- i had a lot of fun with it because i mean i guess i didn't know i tried to stay i i saw like the trailer that we just listened to i saw it one time uh-huh. and i had only seen the trailer of like um you know, uh, the one where they're in the subway and they kind of play out that scene. That was like the teaser yeah. trailer. And I don't even know, I can't even remember enough about the f- that first trailer to know if it showed any of this stuff, which I don't think it does. But um, I just didn't know anything that was going to happen. So like the moment when uh, it, you know, you see Ghostface, Ghostface gets the kill and then he likes lingers. And I was like, you know, he actually does the thing where you expect like, the credits to come up. He has like, a, he has like a line where he says like, I can't, I can't remember what he says in the beginning, like something like now you're seeing red or blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And like, normally that's where he would slash. He, they actually do the slash and that's normally where the credits would appear. Yep. And this one, mm-hmm. it lingers. And I was like, what? <laughs> and I was like, totally, oh, when he like kneeled, when he knelt down yeah. and I, like, and I was I like, are they going to take, gasp when he, he, took, take, he took the, the masks off? Yeah. That yeah. was such a good moment. I was like totally yeah. on, on board. Cause I was, you know, as it went on, it was like, okay, there's this is guy's not going to be the, you know, it's it becomes right. pretty clear right away. Like, okay, this is not, I didn't real buy ghost it. Face. I was like, this is someone trying to be ghost face. Who's not actually ghost face. Like I didn't buy it. Right. But so many ghost faces are people just trying to be ghost. That's face. true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But well, like, I so, just, we're at number six now. Like we know the formula, like, yeah. we know, it's yep. somebody in the friend group. We know it's not like an outsider. So when I was yep. like, yeah, like, I feel like they were just being like, Oh, we're gonna show you who Ghostface is. Ah, just kidding. <laughs> like I like I was like I see through you. You know that's fair. So that's fair. I was I told- did like I did like the the payoff though the real one and I was like okay oh, now yes. we're now we're cooking. That was yes. great. The whole the, I mean I just I think it was I think it might be well I don't know maybe not I was gonna I was about to be like was this the longest cold open we've had but uh, I mean the Drew Barrymore one is pretty long too I think but I think it was like fifteen minutes. Yeah, it's pretty, yeah, pretty long. Yeah. It's- I was just, you know, I also, I guess I, I guess I was a little bit more on along for the ride where I was just like, I don't know. It's a sixth movie. Like my mind was going like, what if we're just going to like know who it is at the start and then things are going to get really crazy. Cause like, we're going to know what the characters don't know or something like, I don't know. Right. Yeah. No, it's just like, it's going to be from ghost based perspective. Like it's yeah. going to be, yeah, it's going to be this so whole my thing. My mind was like reeling, but then, you know, obviously then he gets the phone call. Uh, Tony Revelory gets the phone call yeah. and uh, it just gets great from there. I loved uh, how they tied it into the characters too. That we saw uh, her, like they, the, you know, they're on the college campus, and she's like, "Oh, hey, going to that party? Is Sam gonna be there?" Like it's it. Mm-hmm. They that part is what sold me. I was like, "Oh, maybe," because I had the the same initial reaction. But the longer it went on, I was like, "I'm intrigued." Yeah. And then as soon as he got back to the apartment and was started drinking, I was like, "He's breaking the rules. <laughs> He's about to <laughs> die." And I just I just thought it was great that. Uh, you know, we, we talked last week too about our predictions for who is going to be the killer. And mm-hmm. I, I think, you know, one of us mentioned that like, Oh, maybe it'll be like a continuation of the Reddit thing. And that's like, that's what this was. Like these guys were yes. all like, we need to finish Richie's movie. And like, you know, he, he didn't get to, you know, kill the last two characters or whatever. And so that's what they said they were going to do. And I love I that mean, he was like too horny for murder or whatever that he yeah. like went out that night. <laughs> That's a, look, look, we've never made a sequel rights t-shirt, but uh too horny for murder might have to, we might have to. Mm. I buy that shirt. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, you know, I'm sure you guys picked up on the fact that number 5 the killer was the boyfriend just like mm-hmm. in Scream 1. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. the second one in Scream 2, the killer was the mom. And now in Scream Six, the killer was the dad. Like, yeah, yeah, like there's they're just paralleling it. So, you know, they know what they're doing. Comes on screen, and I'm like, 
this guy is probably a suspect, you know, him being a cop. Oh, there was a moment when he was like interviewing them. He was like, you know, saying about suspects. And he's like, and, you know, Quinn is my daughter, so she's not a suspect. And then Tara shot her sister a look like, and I was like, yeah, what is, what about that? You can't just write someone off like that, regardless if he's your dad. So I was like, something's fishy, but I kind of like stuck in the back of my mind, but it just never sat right. I'm a little bit upset. Uh, that Elis isn't here because in the theater when they did like they did like a reveal of Dermot Mulroney like he you know like was a person and for a second I thought it was Patrick Dem- Dempsey. <laughs> oh, God, <laughs> could you imagine if it was Patrick Dempsey? <laughs> <laughs> well, because as we established last week, that like we're pretty sure that that's uh, Sydney's husband. Yeah, it's it's confirmed um, because okay. like there was an interview with the directors and some of the producers I think that went up just today. Um on variety, which I was going to like mention some stuff out of there later too. Um, but yeah, they, they talk about how, uh, there was like talks of, there were very initial, like super preliminary talks about maybe having him appear if they were going to have Nev Campbell back for this one. But, but yeah, Eliz in, in your stead, I got confused about the white folks. So Patrick Dempsey, <laughs> Dylan McDermott, Dermot Mulroney. I think there's people out there that would be like, you confused those two. Like that's fucked up. Like they don't yeah. look anything like, <laughs> It happened to me. <laughs> it can speaking, happen to Speaking you. of early talks with uh, Dempsey and Sydney, what did we think about um, uh, Gail showing up in this and saying, like, Sydney is not coming. She deserves her happy ending. <laughs> mm. I thought, I mean, it, it made sense. I, I, I didn't know if they would even mention her at all, but I guess they have yeah. to kind of mention her. But You have to mention her. I didn't realize she wasn't going to be in it. I figured uh, she would at least have, like, a little cameo or, like, an acknowledgement, like, you know, in the first beginning of the movie or like whatever i didn't realize she was wasn't going to be in it at all so that was there was there was famously contract disputes yeah um i think they didn't want to pay but like (laughs) i was kind of thinking of like how kind of lame that was how dope it would be if she ended up being the killer and like that was the no way no (laughs) i would have i would have written the whole thing off if that was like no 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 She's, you know, yeah, what we didn't know is she continued to be haunted by her mom and it just, just drove her crazy. <laughs> no. <laughs> just kidding, just kidding. Yeah, oh, I didn't mind Gail being in it, though. Um, I, you know, okay. You I, gotta, I like I like having a bridge to the, the past. I really did think she was going to, like, yes, get it, though. Right? I was convinced. Just like last week, uh, I talked about how I was so convinced that Dewey was going to die from seeing that first trailer. That's how yeah. I felt about this one. I was like... Courtney Cox is clearly getting attacked by herself in the trailer. Uh, I'm like, she yeah. is done. And Dude, I, there was a moment like, well, that happened in like the middle of the movie. So like, I know Ghostface isn't going to die in the middle of the movie, but there was a point where she knocked him out and she was about to like, she got on top of him. And I was about to stab. Like she, she grabbed the knife. I was like, oh my God, she's like going to do it. She's going to do it. And she was like inches away from his face. <laughs> and then he got stabbed with the glass. And I was, like, yeah. I, the whole theater was like, no. <laughs> you it was, almost had it. Like they're always so close. I and know. Like, come on. You know what? I also don't like like <laughs> when Ghostface is attacking somebody, and then someone else comes from off screen with like a gun or a knife or some like, some kind of weapon, and they're like, "Hey!" And they like <laughs> Ghostface turns around and then he ducks. They're like, "Why? Do, you don't have to yell. Just fucking shoot him." <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> like the shopkeeper in the bodega was like, "Hey, yeah. click, click, shoot!" Like just shoot him. They're not thinking. Say, hey. They're not thinking in the moment. They're, they're I know like, it just bugs me. And you know who knows? They get up there thinking it's their heroic. This is like they're going to be their know. hero moment, and they just it's my Clint right Eastwood up. moment. Yeah, I hey, I will asshole. Say, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I loved that whole how they played that whole sequence with Gail. Um, that was I thought, it was great. I, I thought it was I thought it was fantastic. It was great. You know, her line of like Sydney's the victim. She's like brains and sex appeal, uh, you know, claiming that for herself. And my favorite part is when she's they're doing the whole phone cat and mouse thing. Mm. And she mm-hmm. goes, hold on one second. That oh, was my so God. Funny. And you hear him go, what? That was so great. And that was the um, this is the first time that Gail has uh, had a call with Ghostface. Yeah. First time. That's true. Yes, yeah. that's so, crazy. Th- so that's why that's you know not not only is it Gale, but like uh, that's why it also gets this like whole full set piece and everything. And yeah, um, I mean she always shows up later, like in all the other movies, she shows up after the fact to report on mm-hmm. it or to see how her friends are doing. She's never like pursued or hunted by 
ghost face. So I guess it made sense. I just had never thought about it until she said it in the movie. And I was like, yeah. 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 <laughs> and what do we think? Uh, speaking, you know, since we're on the uh, topic of Gail, I was a little bit shocked that uh, she did end up writing a book about <laughs> yeah, the, me too. the last movie. So <laughs> I, mean, I was like, oh my God. I, that's what Gail does, though. I know, that's but what I, she, I was like, yeah. you know, I was starting to be like, hey, she can, maybe she is a good person. <laughs> I know. Dewey made her a good person. And with her, because she's like, what am I going to do? Yeah, like, you're yeah, probably right. She's like, fuck it. I need to make the money. I, I did very much enjoy seeing her duck the punch immediately that was and get great. decked again yeah. that was great <laughs> nice nice little callback yeah, yeah. that was <laughs> so a callback yeah i thought she was pretty good in this movie uh and um she's also not the only legacy character we have back that's right i uh, this is like so so last last week when again when we were talking about who we thought might be the killer i assumed that you guys didn't know that she was in the movie so i was i didn't want to be I like did it could have been no could, i did not i was very excited but i had seen there's like a you know they're always like movie posters and stuff on the way uh to mm-hmm. drop off my uh, daughter at daycare every week and they put up a scream six character poster with her face and i was like god damn it i didn't want to know why she do was they in the do movie. that yeah. why do they do that because she's not in any of the trailers either like the earlier trailers she's not in it so it, i would have been totally shocked because we all they thought she that. was dead what was that in it was one of the Fast and Furious? It was like like number eight was, or something. And the end of the trailer, they show Han come yeah. back. Oh, yeah, We're like, yeah, yeah. why would you show that in the trailer? <laughs> what are you doing? Why would you put his face? It's not like this would be a great secret. Like you yeah. don't you don't have a picture of Hayden Panettiere. But hey, it would like, also be a great selling point. Right, Ooh. marketers? Am I right? I will <laughs> say that I got pure delight in the theater uh, when it was Kirby. I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah I didn't Kirby. know she was in it. Yeah, me I don't I don't I don't go down the red rabbit hole. I don't like look at yeah. stuff and like as much as you guys do, I think. So I was I was surprised. But I was also like, like, she definitely died in number four. Like she didn't she wasn't on a stretcher. I, yeah, I they, they never dead. they just didn't. I mean, show. they kind of do that with Dewey, too. Yeah, that's true. I yeah, think with Dewey her is like he's different. He's a different character than than Kirby. Like Dewey's got yeah. nine lives. Yeah. Uh, no, none, no, any, none anymore. But I think they probably were um, just like they, you know, they show her get stabbed and then you don't hear. No one says anything about her. There's like no mention of her yeah. again after yeah, that moment. So it's kind of like, OK, maybe she survived. Sure, yeah. I, I was like, whatever. I didn't need it. I, yeah. didn't, I just didn't think her character did too much in the movie. Like if you subtract her aside from you thinking maybe she's the killer at the very end. Like I didn't need it. That's kind of, I think that's kind of, she, she, uh, she does have a good, uh, there, there is a really good scene with her and, um, uh, God, I can't remember the character's name now. Um, da, 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 let me pull it up. I'm losing my mind. Mindy. There's a great scene with her and Mindy, yes. I think where they're like, Oh, calling they're talking out about horror movies. The, yeah. their favorite horror movies and stuff. Yeah. Because yeah, Kirby was like the big, she had that amazing monologue about, Oh all my the God. Remakes. That spiel in number four, when she's <laughs> yeah. rattling off every, Oh my God. Yeah. All the bad remakes. Amazing. Yeah. It's great. And I, I also don't the think of the movie. Yeah. I don't uh, think she's yeah. going anywhere. Yeah. No, yeah. she's, it's fine. It was great that it was great that she was back. And, uh, I, I didn't, it, I did enjoy her, even though her character was kind of inconsequential, but, I loved the uh, the other part. I loved too was her her jabs with uh, Courtney Cox when they're walking up to the theater, and she's like, "I don't know how you didn't see this." <laughs> it's like so. Oh yeah. When she's talking about how when Gail's talking about how she found the theater and Kirby was like, "I've been looking at their stuff for years. I couldn't find it." Yeah, <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. Um, but yeah, I think that's uh, well. Actually, that's not it for the legacy characters because. Uh, you know, we do also get Billy back. Billy, Billy Loomis, the Billy Tupac Ghost, hologram, Ghost Loomis. Yeah, he's back again. <laughs> Ghost. I was talking uh, with your friend at your birthday party, and she was like, "Oh, Sam, that's that was Sam. Sam." Okay, that was that's what yeah. I thought. That yeah, she, and you know, she was talking about how she is such a huge fan, as Darren mentioned too, and that she did not like the last Scream movie because of all the Billy Loomis stuff. Um and this was before I'd seen the movie. And so we were all like very curious about if that would be continued in this one. And mm-hmm. it is continued extremely. So yes, <laughs> like, as in like that may end up being like one of the main themes that drive through if this ends up being a, uh, you know, a trilogy or what. Um, yeah. I really like uh, Sam's uh, in the movie, Samantha Carpenter, not my yeah. friend, Sam. I like Sam as a character, um, you know, like, you know, her being the, love child or illegitimate child of Billy. Like I, I buy that. 
and I'm okay mm-hmm. with it, but I don't need to see Billy mm-hmm. so much. Like just allude yes. to him, and it's all you need to do. We know who he is. We don't need to see him as much. Well, yeah, we we already did it, and as I said in the last episode, uh, which you may or may not have heard. Apologies for that again. <sighs> um, that the uh, that I felt like that the dependency on Billy Loomis might have stilted her performance or have had to rein that in because they didn't know what it was going to be like. And I feel like they established that. Like, she's doing a great job of that she's conflicted by it and troubled by it. And you know that she has killer's blood. Like, that's all we need. I completely agree. Like, I don't need Mm -hmm. to see him being like, yeah, grab the knife. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Excellent choice. (laughs) Wine sommelier. Yeah. I did get a weird like, oh, like this is his lightsaber that she's going to grab. Like, it's just such a weird like, yeah, uh, you know, I don't know. Um, did uh, Tyler, did you feel like any different about her performance this time around? Melissa, Melissa Barrera? I thought it was a little bit better. Although as I was leaving the theater uh, <laughs> the, the at the uh, Burbank AMC, I was standing, mm-hmm. I was inches away from the uh, bronze Batman statue. <laughs> uh, there was a, a couple and it was both of them just talking. It was like, yeah, like there's just nothing going on in her face. Oh, <laughs> like, <no>. they, <laughs> they were, they were talking mad shit. Oh, I thought that it was, I thought that it was better. Um, and I, and I know that she's a good actress. Uh, I just think that it's an, I, yeah, I thought there was a lot more here to do. Um, but I also just think that everybody else is just so much more charismatic. Um, yeah, I really liked Jenna Ortega. Um, yeah, she's great. And her character. Like, I don't know much about her. I haven't watched Wednesday yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but she was in the Foo Fighters horror movie, which oh, if you haven't seen it. I still haven't seen that see. either. She has like a bit role, but she's definitely in it. Um, but I thought she was really good and like really convincing and, yep. um, I was I was digging it, yeah. Yeah, I enjoy the core four. The core four. I, I thought that Oof. whole thing was so funny that, that yes. they were like, "This is a terrible nickname," and they're like, "No, we're going yeah. with it. <laughs> we're just doing it." I did not. I thought. I thought um, Chad's death scene or non-death scene was really brutal. Like, oh yes. man, just I, like I loved like it. Strewn up and like staring at you. Like I was like, oh, that's yeah, so he's like, brutal. He's like, get out of here. Yeah, it, rem- I, I, it reminded me of something when someone was just. It was some other movie where someone's being like eaten alive, just like staring at the main character. Oh, like, oh, it's uh, it's uh, uh, Shaun of the Dead when that yes. guy gets, yeah, 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 maybe it was Shaun of the Dead. And I was just like, oh, this is so uncomfortable. It was just, and it, was, it might have been a slow motion. And I was like, oh, yeah, it was, so yeah, it was so, so, so sad. You know, because yeah, yeah well, the core for the core four lived. Yeah. That's amazing. I yeah. could not believe that he survived, honestly, because it looked like they were just making, you know, Swiss cheese out of him. So, yeah. <laughs> what did what did we think of the the burgeoning love interest? Which um, OK with it? Yeah, yeah. it was fine. I, yeah. I, you know, they, they commented on it in that, uh, you know, variety article. Yeah. Um, Why not? Yeah, because they really didn't, you know, they, yeah, because they didn't really have a ton of like screen time together in the last movie. So it just, it does kind of feel like it came out of nowhere, but it yeah. also helps you. It, it also for me helped it feel like, Oh, time has passed. And these guys have like, you know, they went through a big thing. And so it kind of makes mm-hmm. sense. And you, and it helps you, it feels like to me, it helps grow the characters instead of feeling like completely out of left field. Like what? Yeah. Yeah. Long time friends. They moved, you know, across the country together, you yeah. went through something traumatic, as you said, like it made, it made sense. And I was, I wasn't mad at it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what do you guys think of the subway scene? Oh, yeah. Indy? Where they ride. I thought it like... was pretty great. <laughs> yeah. I, I really enjoyed it, especially when she's back against the wall and the lights yeah. are kind of going on and off. And then ghost face is kind of in a different position every time. Oh, I was man. like, OK, that's pretty creepy. I was like, she hopped, I... she hopped on the uh, Willy Wonka riverboat. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it was the same kind of like creepy lights, you know, like I was like, are the subways really that colorful like that? And yeah. I, I mean, they can be. I've never been in New York. So, yeah. And they and they do lose power. Uh, they I, lose power all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that it, it it played into you know again things that these movies do so well of naming what horror movies do so well and slasher specifically and playing in those anxieties. And I think one of those things is just being in a crowded place and being. Yeah you know, brutally murdered with, with nobody around to see is a, or, or to help is really plays on that. And, um, I found it to be very effective. I don't, I don't haven't seen something like that, uh, in a movie like this in a good long while. Uh, and I thought it yeah. was very effective. Yeah. I mean, this yeah. is one of the, this is one of the scenes that the new setting of New York brings us. And I, mm-hmm. and I love, yeah, I, I too love the scene and just in, enjoyed the way that, 
you know, cause going into the movie, I was kind of warning like, okay, so how is, how is being in New York going to affect Ghostface? Because, you know, Jason takes Manhattan has fooled us once. Yes. Also, uh, you know, Ghostface takes Manhattan. They're watching Jason takes Manhattan in one of the scenes. Oh, I saw that. I was like, definitely. I think uh, Tony Revolori's character has it on screen or something. Yeah. Um, Because he's punching the mirror in that boat. You know. Yeah. Um, Oh my god. But uh, I think that it led to. I mean, I think it just led to like, and also the fact that this takes place on Halloween, which is fucking sweet. Um, that it just led to an even bolder ghost face who just felt like he could fucking do whatever he wanted. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cause you know, at a certain point there's so many people around that you could do whatever. And people are just going to be like, Oh wow. That person's like freaking out. Okay. Whatever. Yeah. And that's pretty much how it is on the New York subway. Like <laughs> yeah. yeah, people yeah. are just staring off in their own little world. Yep. Nobody wants to deal with anybody else. You know, it's, it's not a, I don't like the subway, man. It's I I'm from New York and mm-hmm. uh, I don't care for the subway. I got to say, I got to be honest though, you know, at the end after, after Minnie gets stabbed and she's like sitting on the ground, like bleeding out. I'm like, if that was me and I was sitting on a subway floor of the New York city subway, just let me die. Like I don't want to touch that floor with any part of my body other than my sneaker soles. Yeah. Like that is so much grosser than being stabbed. You're like, this Ugh. is it. My blood has mixed with the worst thing. I yes. Like yes. He's sitting in a pool of pee and poop and blood and like, just, just kill me. Like that is disgusting. Oh man, I loved her like calling that guy like get your ghost face ass away from me. Yeah, get away from me, ghost face. And then it like actually was it was him. It actually yeah. was him. It's like it was so obvious. Like it had to be him. Like how many times have we done this now? Like it's always the friend group. It's the random new person. Like, yep. like what? Like obviously, but Scream is so good because you're like. I can't do that again. Yeah. Can they? They <laughs> can't, right? Oh, they did it. Of course they did. Yeah, they, did. they got me again. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So funny. I I know. I did start to. I was like, it probably is him. But then I was like, oh well. I mean, he was on right. You get your own head. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. And then it was three killers. We've never had three before. We never had three. Yeah. And, Although only um, two really ghost faces. Well, no, actually. Uh, so what I was going to say in that article, they said that the cop um, is actually the ghost face for a few of the kills. Okay. Mm. Like right. he was the one in the bodega because like, obviously, you know, he knows how to hold a gun. Yes. That ghost face is very good with a shotgun. And like, mm. seems yeah. like okay. he's got some training. And they also said that they, um, they always assumed that, uh, that detective Bailey was the one who killed uh, the guy in the, 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 in the cold open. Mm. That makes sense. Okay. Says too, knows how to get in and out of an apartment. You know? Yeah. Okay. Also, we didn't mention, but like his line before the titles come up is so f- amazing when he's just like, who gives a fuck about movies? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, uh, I was like, I mean, I wanted to clap, but, our theory, yes. I, I should say, like, uh, l- let's let's dive in like a little bit into how we saw these movies because sure. we also need hmm. to um, we also need to incorporate Elis. She's not here, but we have notes. I have some notes from her that she wanted us to share. Um, so let's 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 talk about that. Um, uh, so here's here's some notes from Elis. Okay, she said I attended the Scream Six 3D fan event weirdly at 5 p.m. on a Thursday. Uh, we got a pretty fun free poster. Uh, that has like, you know, one of the things on there, it says stab the musical, which is kind of like the new, uh, the new stab that we, uh, kind of have as a joke in this one. Um, and it says before the film, they showed Jenna Ortega, Mason Gooding and Melissa Barrera playing a game of reaching into a body bag and having to guess unseen items. Um, then they played the entire Demi Lovato and Mike Shinoda songs, uh, music videos. Uh, the song is actually pretty catchy but the video was long and i just wanted to get to the film already um mm. she said that this is the first screen that she's ever seen in theaters just like tyler uh and that it was sold out and that she had a great time and she goes into some more details that we'll get into um as we go but i just want to say too like i think one of the reasons my theater was not as full is because i saw it in 3d as well <laughs> um mm. and uh i don't know the 3d was fine it wasn't ever, there was only one, the only part where I was like, this looks kind of cool was like the ladder moment when they show like how high up you are. Sure. Uh, that looked cool in okay. 3d, but the rest of it, like, I mean, honestly, uh, it just fell into the back of my head. Like I, I was never like, Oh my God, it's in 3d. It's just kind of one of those movies where it's like, it has a little bit more depth and that's it. Yeah. So I didn't regret seeing it in 3d. That was what I was worried about, <laughs> Yeah, but it was totally fine. But, um, I can't do 3D. I don't get anything out of it. 
the glasses never sit right on my face over my glasses and yeah uh, it's not ideal for us glasses folks yeah <sighs> I, I saw it uh today uh, uh in the evening and so a monday evening screening is not uh ideal but i will say there was still clapping and uh mm. you know it was, the theater was probably 30 percent full nice. um but the, the crowd still got into it for a lot of ways and and uh when when sam uh stabbed uh uh one of them, Patrick Dempsey, Dermot Mulroney, <laughs> Dylan McDermott, in the eye. Uh, uh, there, there was, there was definitely a cheers in my theater, which was fun. Yeah, man, um, he really twitched after that. That was crazy. Yeah, it was dope. Oh yeah, in the eye, a lot of face stabbing, and a lot of face stabbing. We talked about the the brother getting stabbed through the mouth. Oh, like, I think ow. that was the one. That was the one that got me the most. I was like, "Oh my yeah. god!" And like, it was so long, like it just yeah. he just held him there. I was like, oh, "And then she, she, like, yeah, she twists it." Ooh. It was speaking of that, Amica, like when she's being like stabbed and then lift up and like her, she gets gutted. That's that's yeah. a pretty gnarly. Oh, yeah, it's man. much more violent. I take back what a I lot said. More violent. I think yeah. it's yeah. pretty violent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was pretty gross. Um, I, I saw felt... it. Oh yeah, go ahead. Sunday morning. At 1030 matinee, starting my Sunday, my rainy Sunday with some serial <laughs> killings. Um, so I went by myself, um, which was great because I like to have my space these days in mm-hmm. the theater. You know, I was, was no one around me. There were people in the theater, but not a lot. Um, and that was fine with me. I just wanted to see the movie in my own little little nest. <laughs> um, but yeah, there were some cheers and some ooze, you know, like pretty much whenever, you know. I reacted. Everybody else had the same feelings. Like it, it seemed like we're all on the same page. So yeah. it was a very nice movie going experience. I think I felt, uh, you mentioned Annika. I think I felt saddest for her death. I just was like, I felt yeah. so bad for her. Yeah. She seemed, she seemed the most scared out of all the people. And then like the way that like, she almost like the whole ladder sequence was so great. Like that was a great set piece. Yeah. Uh, yeah. and her death was really brutal. And I just felt like, I was like, you just got to go a little bit further. You can do this. You can do this. And why, you just get shaken um, why right off that, that guy ladder. have a ladder in the first place? I don't know. Good question. Yeah. Like, do you need ladders? People need ladders. I guess if you don't have a fire escape, I guess maybe that guy, but, that know. guy could be a long con, like ghost face for a later movie. You don't know. Yeah. We don't, we don't know. know. We don't know. We don't know. I, I never really thought he was going to be the killer. Me neither. I was like, like, I feel like we're supposed to think it's him, but I bet yeah, it's yeah. not him. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I don't. Yeah, I was like, they can't. It can't be the boyfriend again. That would again. be that would be pretty bad. Or could it? And it's just like a thing that Sam Carpenter has really bad taste in men. Yeah. Again, maybe. the thing that they're doing that I love is like it's it's a direct transpose of two. Yeah. It's in college. They even yeah. mentioned that that's what they're doing. Yeah. It's family. They mentioned that that's what they're doing. Yeah. It's it's really great. And I also love it doesn't necessarily play into the plot, but I love that the killers are dropping the masks. Um, from like a countdown, all, like a countdown from all the previous kills and counting down all the different ghost faces and yeah. all of that stuff. I thought that that was pretty awesome. I I think that the idea of the shrine is so ridiculous. It's crazy. At the a same time, I don't give a shit. It is awesome <laughs> and is super fun. Uh, and like I, but that's what we want from these movies: for them to be as ridiculous and as convoluted as possible. <laughs> I know it's like once you get in there and they talk about like they they they're like how the hell did they even get all these things and someone says something like man yeah, man cops got to make money somehow then yeah. know, they should have been tipped off like hey, it was probably like how else would you get it unless you were like yep. able yeah. to access uh somehow access you know uh evidence like that uh, did you see that they have the they they have the exploded fax machine <laughs> yes i saw that <laughs> nice touch i was like uh that that whole scene went by so fast, but I was like, oh my God, I want to like watch this and pause everything and be like, oh my God, mm-hmm. they had like one of the props from like the musical that she was in and like yeah. all this stuff. Like, <laughs> and all the sketches. They, oh, they had the um the star that Jerry O'Connell was streaming yes. up on. At the yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was like, all right, nice, nice. They had stuff from all the movies. It was so crazy. I did. And I, I feel did like that, that also blurred the lines between the movies and the stab movies for me too. It's like, mm. wait, which, which, which is real in this universe? I know it really <laughs> did. It really did. That's that's what I was saying last time. It's like you know everything's starting to fold in on itself. Yes, to the point where like we do get another uh, you know 
we do get another like here's the rules of the franchise with with Mindy and this uh-huh. was the first time where I where I was kind of like okay I feel like they're just kind of reiterating the same things and yes. like because she again was like it's got to be bloodier it's got to be this and mm-hmm. so it's like we're scenes- in a franchise now and it's like it actually does not have to be more expensive and it does not have to be bloodier <laughs> yeah. typically when you're in a franchise it means diminishing returns I did I did love that they used the word franchise which is great because we haven't yes. really heard that yet but I was just kind of like okay. Like we get it. There has to be a rules. This is the first one where I felt like they just repeated rules that were already said and there wasn't anything super unique and funny about that sequence for me. That was the one part that I felt like, oh, this is like kind of feeling a little long in the tooth of the the franchise for me. But Hmm. um, otherwise, I think Mindy is still a great character. She's Great fantastic. Character. I also love that she was like, man, like I, I like I'm kind of happy this is happening because I want to guess it. Yeah. <laughs> well, at the end, she's like, did I get it wrong again? Did uh, I miss the like, monologue? I was like, right. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that was so, so funny. Yeah. Um, what else? What else? I uh, I noticed there was like a random Billie Eilish use mm-hmm. in the background one scene because I was like, oh, Gen Z, Billie Eilish. They were like, here, have some Billie Eilish. You like them, right? <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> I do think that there was more music in this one yeah. um, than and usual. We did get Red Right Hand back again. We got Red Right Hand again. And I love that one of the uses is that like uh, Richie used it in the credits of his like home video version of Stan. Which was great. Amazing. I, I read oh, in the yeah we all we all laughed when uh, when they're coming out from the curtain and it said written and directed by Richie yeah. Hirsch <laughs> so we funny. all were like that look yeah we all laughed because it looked like the end of the movie but yeah. not and it was like yeah it was yeah great. that was so great <laughs> uh, apparently they actually like Jack Quaid like sent them that is like actual like home video of Jack Quaid and he like revoiced uh, the footage that he sent to make I it was sound like he was about that. make it sound like he was filming this thing so he actually you know that that's why he's like you know. Th- thanked and stuff in the in the uh it was it's funny to me too but i also thought like yeah like that dude may have actually made scream fan films as a kid yeah (laughs) yeah for sure that was pretty funny uh yeah i thought the music was good um i didn't see who the supervisor was but uh i missed it i didn't see it yeah um i was gonna say the music was good but it's it's not nearly as good as scream 2 which had an incredible soundtrack that you guys were giving <laughs> that, me shit that we for made fun of. back in episode two, <laughs> and I will not forget it. I'm sorry. Have you looked at the Scream 2 soundtrack, or are you just kind of off the top of your head? It is chock full of gems of bands. It's like a nice time capsule so, from year, what, 2000. Yeah. I have, it, I have it pulled up. Are you ready for yeah, this? Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready. Cottonmouth Kings, Sugar Ray, oh boy. Dave Matthews Band, Collective mm-hmm. Soul, John Spencer, Tonic, Everclear, a great Everclear soundtrack cut, a non-album single called The Swing. It's super good. Uh, Less Than Jake, Eels, obviously Nick Cave, and never, not to be forgotten, My Foo Fighters with Dear Lover, and also non-album single, not featured anywhere else. Not their strongest song, but to be included on a Scream 2 soundtrack, like, like that's a great collection of bands. It's like a festival that I would go see now if they were like, hey, remember these bands from the year 2000? We've got them on a festival and I'd, I'd paid money to see all those bands. That's that's Fair. true. Yes, Fair. I actually would for if, I, if there was a festival that had less than Jake the Eels and Nick Cave. I'm there, baby. Yeah, it's good <laughs> stuff. So how dare you tell me that that's not good? Sorry. Yes, apology accepted. Cottonmouth so Kings. Ooh, All right, fine. Oh, there's also Master, Master P is also on there for some reason. Sure. <laughs> I mean, he did make him say, uh, so. Uh, uh, yeah, now we're just stuck with Brian Tyler doing the score. Yeah. <laughs> I also hate, like, uh, I hate that, like, they still keep using that, like, music for Dewey that I just never thought was good. Yeah. The uh, Broken Arrow uh, yes. reuse. Yeah. Like like in this movie when Gail, there's like a really touching, you know, kind of moment when they're reminiscing about Dewey and th- they play the theme and I'm just like, I can't with this. It's a motif. It's a musical motif. I know, you know but it's it just. It's his like, vibe. The outlaw. Just makes him sound stupid. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> At this point, I'm just going to, I'm just going to accept it. I can't do anything about it. I'm just like, no, oh, that's his theme. We're gonna I know it's fine. It's fine. He they probably fought will, for it. They loved broken arrow. This will probably be, I mean, I don't know how many more times they're going to mention him, but yeah, that might I be mean, it. Yeah, that might be it. I mean, yeah, especially once scale is 
eventually killed off. Like there's really not any more connection to the early ones. Yeah. Yeah. We're like, yeah, we're certain that she's fine. Yes. Yeah. Because they, yeah, they, they, they say so. Yeah. Yeah. They, yeah, they said, said she's, she's at the hospital. Yeah. Her, her and Mindy were at the hospital. Um, I did love that. She was just like, tell Sydney that he didn't get me. Get me. Yeah. <laughs> that was great. That was a great line. I also loved how much like it, it was a nice tribute to Dewey that when her boyfriend was murdered, he's like, your muscles didn't do much. She's like, nope, they really didn't. Like you can tell that like that was not she was not in love again. <laughs> yeah. I know we haven't like uh, I don't think we've like even talked too much about Roger Jackson, but like, yeah, he just like fucking kills it every single time. His, one of the coolest voices. It's just so good. I'm just ever. so glad that he's still around and able to do this and everything and like down to do it. Cause I don't yeah, think that he's down to do it is the best part. Yeah. I don't think that they could make these movies without him. And it's just like, yeah. you know, it's just fuck. It's fucking so good. And he, yeah. and he, you know, I feel like he, he is extra mean to people in this movie. And I just really, mm, yes, I love the way he talks and stuff is uh, in this one. It's great. I heard, Correct me if I'm wrong, but I heard that in the first movie, he was kept off set and none of the actors knew what he looked like or where he was. And they won't because Wes Craven was like, I want to make this feel as real as possible. So they oh, kept wow. him like in the shadows. And then he would talk to, let's say, Drew Barrymore. Like, I'm not sure if it was actually on the phone or if it was through like a PA system. Or I don't know how they did it, but. I'm fairly certain that nobody knew who he was or where he was or what he looked like on purpose. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> That's really cool. Yeah. I could be very wrong. Yeah. I apologize if I got that totally wrong, but well, it sounds like something that would be true. Yeah. I can't correct you. Cause I also don't know. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want it to be go, true. I'm just going to go with it. It sounds like it could be true. Yeah. But if, if yeah, it's not write in and let us know. <laughs> yes. Well, is that, is it, is it about time for a rating system or do we got more to discuss? Oh, we, I mean, we got to talk about, let's just talk briefly about how we've got the three killers. Okay. Okay. Mm. Uh, I will say that, uh, I'm trying to figure out the best way to do this. Uh, so I don't, uh, spoilers, some, some, I'm, I'm going to spoil the movie sick. Is anyone going to watch this movie? Uh, spoil the movie sick. Okay. There's, there's a, we, we, I mean, I think we mentioned it, briefly in one of the previous uh, episodes, but there was a new Kevin Williamson written film called sick. That is also a slasher that's currently out on Peacock. And Mm. when the killers were revealed in this movie, the, (laughs) I, I was mildly bummed because it is so similar to the motivations of the motivations and identity of the killers in that movie. And the fact that it is a Kevin Williamson connection and everything that, you know, I was just like, wow. Okay. For me, like since I had seen sick before this, I was just like, wow. Okay. This feels like the exact same motivation, same killers and everything. So I was a little bit let down that that was the reason I think it makes Mm -hmm. sense. It obviously makes sense for the film. And, you know, as far as like, you know, I, I do enjoy that the killers are never just, for the most part, like totally random. It's always like connected to something and it makes sense how they're connected. Um, but I just was a little bit like, Oh, this feels like something weird happened here where I'm not saying like, I'm not accusing anyone of like stealing ideas or whatever, but I was just like, it was just so similar that I was a little bit like, "Eh, okay. I feel like I, I feel like I already saw this. I already saw this slasher movie at the very end. How do we feel? How do you feel about how Dermot Mulroney played it? Like, it, I feel like it got, it got he was very goofy. over the top. Yes. Yeah. I also, at the end. Yes. Yes. And when he, after all was, everything was revealed. It got very like, yeah. Zany almost. Yes. Yes. I get that. He's just like, so overcome with crazy rage, but it was just like, yeah, just the way he, his face too, like just doing crazy, like cartoon. He got big eyed, crazy. Yeah. Eyed. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know. It, it was a little bit much for me uh, personally, but I, I did like how he was like, yeah, it's me. Like, come on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, yeah. <laughs> Duh. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's um, <laughs> I did think it was cool that, uh, I mean, it's interesting what's going on with Sam and like, she put on the ghost face costume and yes. like, you know, Billy's costume and uses the knife. Mm-hmm. Like I, I do mean, Sydney think- put it on in the first one. That's true. When she, when true. she sta- I think she stabbed Stu with the umbrella. Yep. Oh, right, right. Or, no, That's she stabbed true. Billy with the umbrella, I think. That's true. Um, so again, another parallel. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. I just think it's, yeah, I just, I just think it's super, I personally think that stuff is interesting. What's going on with her character. And I feel like I have theories for what could maybe end up being interesting for another movie, but we can talk about that when we get, get to the end or unless you want to talk about that now. Well, no, let's do the rating system first. Okay. Um, let's see. How you need a measurement? (laughs) <laughs> yes what do we got uh i was gonna say how many historical exploded fax machines uh would you <laughs> let's go with that how many historical uh exploded fax machines would you give to 2023's scream six um i think i'm gonna give it another seven seven historical exploded fax machines um is it do you rate it by itself or compared to the others uh we kind of by itself but I feel like, yeah, it's we do, hard. We do a lot of equivocation after we do so. I, I do think mostly I, because we don't remember what we give the other movies. <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely, I definitely take an account. Yeah, I don't remember either, but I definitely will be like, I like this one better than another one, so I'm going to give it a higher grade. Yes, and also like, yeah, at the at the start of the franchise, we're like, I don't know, like this one wasn't great, but sometimes it goes mm-hmm. downhill from there, and we're like, we should have given that one a ten because yep. the rest mm-hmm. of them are total shit. Yeah, um, right. Yeah, these ones have delightfully all been pretty good. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I'm giving this one a seven, you know, a little bit cause I just had, I had like really a great time with this movie. It was so much fun. And like I said, like hearing the trailer, I would love to just like go watch it again. And like, uh, ideally with like a bigger crowd or something. Um, but I do feel like there were just a couple things that, you know, I, I mentioned that just felt a, started to feel a little bit long in the tooth. And then I was a slightly let down by who the killers were at the end. I got to say there was a moment. Um, it's so funny. Like that moment when Quinn uh, is seemingly killed in the apartment and her body flies out. Like yeah. I had, I, I recall this specifically because I talked to this, uh, to the talked about this with glory afterwards too. Like I had a thought in my brain, like, I wonder if she's really dead because there yeah. were some things that popped in my head, like right at that moment when she, cause they, they make a big deal about her talking about her brother that died or whatever. And I was like, that's weird. And then, uh, yeah, I was like, I wonder if she's really dead. But then that thought like receded in the back of my mind and I forgot about mm-hmm. it the rest of the movie. But at the end I was like, I knew it. I knew it. Mm-hmm. Before we get into uh, my rating, I forgot that I had a fun ADR fun fact yes. for this movie that uh, carries on the tradition of ADR guest stars uh, from Scream's past. Uh, and in this one, it is uh, Quinn. Uh, it is the boyfriend in the probably third or fourth scene in the movie where she comes in and Sam comes home and the guy's like, what, babe? And, you know, she's basically disrespecting this guy, you know, that, that she's keeping in her, his room. And that is the voice of uh, the one and only Tim Robinson. Ugly Sonic himself. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> I, I was going to say, I saw he was special thanks in the, in yep. the credits and I was like, why would it be Tim yep. Robinson? Uh, that's so funny. Like, Who's Glenn? <laughs> oh, that was so funny. Yeah, it was. Really, yeah, it was like, yeah. like off screen. Who's, who's Paul? Yeah. yeah. Are you coming or what? Yeah, that was, yeah. that was so funny. Oh, my uh, God. Yeah, now now so, I'm going to uh, have to, now I definitely have to rewatch to, just to hear that. Um, beautiful stuff. Uh, yeah, I think I am also, oh, man, I'm torn. I feel like that I had the same disappointments as you did, Justin. Um, but I had a really fucking fun time with this movie and was ready just to be like, yeah. Like, bring it on. Um, cheer or die. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm going to go eight uh, historical facts. Machines. Nice. Wow. Impressive. What about uh, um, what about you, Darren? Yeah, you know, I'm not going to compare it to the original trilogy or number four. I consider four part of the trilogy, even though it's four, not three. Mm-hmm. But um, I can't compare it to those because like they're just too special to me. I will compare it to number five, though, since it's like new cast, same storyline, you know, so I'll just compare it to that one. Uh, I'll probably give it a six. Oh, interesting. I, I, right. I think Scream 5 for me got a five. Oh, it wow. It was just like, yeah. you know, it was just like, eh, I'm not sure if I'm feeling this yet. Scream 6 was a little bit better because it was a couple more scenes. I was like, kind of feel like I liked the bodega scene. I liked the subway scene. Yeah. So, but I really didn't like the intro as we spoke about. And so I, I think I'll give it a six. Okay. Interesting. Perfect. Um, I do have notes from Elis about her, her final thoughts in the film here. All right. Uh, she said, uh, I think it's my favorite of the series. Oh, wow. She said, but wow. also she said, but also the in-person group experience probably yes. is totally messing up my per- perception. Cause she, you know, she mm-hmm. said she was, it was a sold out show and she had a great time. Um, she said film was super fun. Shout out to, uh, Josh, uh, 
Sega Segara. I don't know how to say Segara. Segara. Yeah, sorry, Josh Segara, yeah. for continuing his masterful run as the world's most wonderful himbo. <laughs> she said the kills were crazy. Uh, she really liked. I really liked uh, Tony Revolori, the whole ladder thing, and the museum as a relic. Even though it didn't really work for me narratively, I give it a nine. Delightfully aggressive lesbian T-shirts. That was that was her. She didn't, uh, you know, obviously didn't know the rating system. <laughs> you muted yourself, Tyler. Sorry. Yeah, we should have just gone with that. That's that's a much better one. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. I could have told you that ahead of time, but I thought I'd let the reveal happen. Fair there. enough. Fair enough. Nice. But yeah, I mean, are you guys like if if they were like, uh, you know, this one was the the last one was twenty twenty two. This one was this year. If they were like, we're cranking out Scream Six. Radio Silence is back to direct again, or we're cranking out Scream 7. Radio Silence is back. It's coming out 2024. Are you guys like, I'm down? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I mean, I have to. Like, we're, we're six deep. Like, you can't stop now. What am I not going to see? Yeah. yeah. I know, I, like, they got me. Yeah. And I mean, I'm still having, like, there hasn't been a single one where I've just been like, ugh, I don't like this. Like, well, like, three yeah. was a big. Well, y- yeah, That's it's my true. least favorite, but like still enjoyable to some extent, you know? Yeah, um, like they'll have their moments for sure. Yeah. And and now that it's like, you know, I, I, I have a good time with it. I, I think the it's been fun to see them comment on like more modern times issues that we're dealing with and like stuff like that. Uh, Absolutely. My, my thought coming out of this movie now, I, I have read that this is other people's things too, but my, uh, you know, um, my, this was, they also reference this in the variety article, but coming out of the movie, my conspiracy theory was that um, there's a point in the movie where Mindy, they're, they're, they're talking about like the TV that killed Stu or whatever. And there's a whole like moment where Mindy says like, well, if you believe he actually died or whatever. And I was just like, I think, I think there's no way that they, put that in and not have it be some sort of like, I feel like they're hinting at the fact that Stu might still be out there. Anyone can come yeah. back. I see Darren shaking his head. Like Any, he, anyone can come back. If he came back as like the, as the ghost face in seven or something, would you not like it? I don't think I would like it. I feel like it would be like pandering almost kind of like, Oh, I remember Stu. He's back. You were like Stu, and now you like this, right? Right? Like, like don't feels, don't you think? Yeah, like, just I leave suppose. him dead, man. Just leave him dead. Leave him in his little bubble. He did mm-hmm. a thing. He inspired all of these other movies and other killers. Like, just let him be. Like, yep. if you were oh, like, if you were like writing the movie, trying to think of like, what else can we mine for something interesting? Wouldn't you think it would be like? Oh, the daughter of Billy Loomis, who's literally seen Billy Loomis in her mind all the time, now has to fight, like, Stu. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I, I feel like it could be building to something like that, especially since they I liked, keep leaning I like into the surprise, her dark side. Like, in number two, when you had Laurie Metcalf in the movie, and at the end, you realize that, you know, Sydney's like, Mrs. Loomis? Like, what are you doing here? Like, yeah. like a character that turns out to be somebody else? Like, that I don't mind, you know? But I don't like just drinking up people from the past. Like, imagine yeah. imagine, uh, imagine a, a film where one of our main characters is now slowly, like, being convinced by someone to become Ghostface. Yep, could be happening. I, I, I think that would be I interesting. I think... I think that uh, I would. I, I kind of agree with Darren here that they have such a charismatic core four here that they don't need to pull any other legacy stuff back as much. But that's also, you know, what these movies are 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 built upon. So I think well, at I this point, see- yeah, go, go go for it. No, you go. Well, I was gonna say, I was gonna say what I wouldn't mind seeing, and I don't know if this old how they would do it or how they would play, but I wouldn't mind seeing like a random killer almost. Like it's always somebody part of the friend group or that we know, but I, I would be curious to see how it would play with this, like a total outside party or like, you know, the old escaped, you know, psychopath yeah. prison trope. Like how would that would, you know, some guy who's just been inspired by ghost how would, and he escaped, like, how would that play? How would we feel if they started to move to, to the actually supernatural? I would be for it. I think that would I be think, a really yeah, cool I'd be, spin. I'd be fine with that. I think eventually it will get there because they all, like the directors, all they they talk about how they feel like, 
you know, Ghostface is a bit of a, like you embody Ghostface when you put on the yes. mask and everything. Like yep. you, you get yeah. these kind of quote unquote supernatural powers. So they like already carry in the mask. Yeah, yep. exactly. They already like <laughs> yeah, think yeah, yeah, of yeah, Ghostface yeah. like that, you know, as a, as a, as a character. So I wouldn't be surprised if they like make that, like the, not the subtext, but like the actual text at some point. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I don't uh, I also, there was a split second moment at the end too, where I was like, oh shit, it's a big group of ghost faces. I thought they were going to be like, That's what I thought that was going to happen. I was yeah, like, was like there's going to be like, ghost face. yeah, each person that dropped off a mask was a different ghost face killer. And I yep. thought that was, I was like, oh fuck, it's a group, but it was just three like, people. uh, what was it hot fuzz, right? There was like the whole yep. town. Oh yeah. 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 Oops, sorry. Spoiler. Sorry. The movie <laughs> is 20 years old. You've it's probably seen it already. Super old movie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. I'm down. I, I think it, if you don't think that someone is like actively thinking about how they could bring Stu back, you're joking. <laughs> Since Kirby came back, now anyone can come back. Anyone. What? They can just be like, well, you didn't see the body carted away, so they survived. Yeah. LOL. So I'll I watch know. it. I just I won't I won't I won't like it. Well, maybe we'll find out next year. I don't know. I think <laughs> we will. I think we will. <laughs> We'll have to wait and see, but I'm down for more screen. It's going to be White Lotus. It's going to it's going to go to a different. Uh, we're going to be in France. <laughs> <laughs> that would be amazing. That would be so amazing. Yeah, like yeah. You think they're going to hop destinations? It'll probably go back I mean, to Woodsboro, back to LA, baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it'll be interesting. Yeah. Uh, before my uh, little baby daughter, who should be asleep, interrupts us one more time, we should maybe. Uh, Wrap things up. Let's do it. Darren. Justin, thanks. where can people get a, get a hold of us? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they can get a hold of us at sequelrights.com. Email us there or, uh, you know, find us on all the internets, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. And please rate and review wherever you're listening. Darren, thank you so much for joining us. It was super fun to talk about it. This is the end of Scream for now. Uh, and we'll be coming back with a new franchise here uh, sometime later in the year. Yeah, Darren. Yeah, thanks. thanks for having me, guys. This was this was a lot. Of, this was a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. All right. We'll see you guys soon. Stay tuned to our socials for the announcement of what's coming up next, and let us know what you would like to hear us do. Uh, but until then, we'll see you next time. Woke up underwater, floating at the car. I couldn't get enough.